0: What up, hey everyone, welcome back. We have another podcast today. Ooh, cutting out a little bit there. I got to get some new cables. Really bad. Um it's Flow again, and today I have former teammate and classmate, all the way back from the glory days in high school, Ross Taylor. How's it going, man? Good. You excited for today?
1: Oh, been excited for a while.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
1: You're so going. First time we tried making the schedule work. Oh yeah, I was ready for it then.
0: Yeah, been waiting. Yeah, it's. I think that was like last. It was like this time last year ish, yeah. kinda. Because you were you yeah. were hunting cats out west. So. Yeah,
1: I was still out there. Yeah,
0: and I think that's the main reason I want to talk to you today is because you kind of is that considered big game? Yeah, yeah. You're hunting. Yep. Big, you're a big game hunter. Yep. I mean, I guess you probably hunt like deer and all that stuff too.
1: I do hunt deer. It Doesn't really hold my attention all that well. I like chasing predators. Yeah? Yeah. Predators are what I like.
0: Jeez. So as in predators, like, what, is it just, like, mountain lions? Is that what you want to call them? I guess. Yeah. Is that what they're called, mountain Mutt-lions,
1: lions? cougars, panthers, they're all technically the same.
0: I was thinking, I was thinking of a joke today. to be like, oh, yeah, Ross, you know, he hunts cougars, you know, not your mom, not anybody's mom. He hunts, like, actual cougars, so.
1: Yeah, Cougars, bobcats, bear. I've ran my dogs on wolves, coyotes, and chasing the hounds is the fun part. I think. Yeah. And then going after the predators, a little bit, a little bit of danger in there too keeps it interesting.
0: Damn, dude. So do you have your you have your own dogs then?
1: Yep, I own four, and my boss owns four, and then we're we kind of work together. I own, or I have six of them with me. He has two of them at home. Okay. And then he's got a bunch of bear dogs, little terriers that are just some like crazy, like feel clip up like Donovan terriers. They're I'm going to do that right now. They are like the equivalent to like what a Malinois is to a German shepherd is they're like the equivalent of the Malinois, but to a pit bull. They're just like crazy aggression. And then they breed that.
0: Holy shit
1: crazy. Like that? Yeah.
0: That's a serious looking dog, dude.
1: And then they breed those to, like, herding dogs to give them more stamina and stuff. And then you take the hounds out. The hounds have way better noses. They can smell. I just... I gave her away to a buddy of mine to hunt because I just... I don't have time to coon hunt, really. And she's old. She need, needed to be retired. Needed to be somewhere. Yep. Not doing the big game stuff anymore, so I gave away best dog I've ever owned. She could smell 14 hours old. If there was a bear on a bait within the last 14 hours, she could smell it, and we could catch that bear.
0: And 14 hours, that's a long time. Like, a bear can move a lot in 14 hours.
1: Like, that's that bear can be 10 miles away. A mountain lion in a night, like, because you hunt them during the day. So you put on the track in the morning if they cross a road, if they cross that road at dusk the night before, they might be upwards of 12 miles away through canyons and over mountains. And
0: and if the dog's smelling it, the dog's going, and you're following that dog.
1: Yep, you know, and I'm just trying to keep up with the dogs.
0: Jesus Christ. And,
1: like, bear, once you, like, once the dogs go from just smelling the track to actually, like, they can see it, they call, they call it jumping the bear. Yep. It's up and it's running. Those bear can go... I had one bear the one year, my Jenny dog was on about three quarters of the time we ran her. She kept that bear kept crossing roads, so you pull off dogs, give them a rest, put fresh dogs on behind them. Jenny was on in three days in a row. We ran the same bear for, I want to say it was sixty miles that Jenny alone ran on that bear in three days. Is
0: Jenny the dog's name, or <clears throat> yeah. is that like a position? Yeah.
1: No, Jenny is like. Like my dog's name. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because you said the Jenny dog, and I didn't know yeah. if that was like, yeah. like you know, football. You got the mic back or whatever. Nope. I don't know if there's yeah. like a special like lead dog. Like that's the Jenny dog. No, nope, like Jenny's your dog's yeah, name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she took. She was on it for over 60 miles. She ran that bear, and it ran more in three days. And finally, after three days, it decided to pop up a tree.
0: And that's that's how you that's how you hunt this big game. That's yeah. how you hunt the bears Which, and the cougars. You you run up, up a run them up a tree.
1: Well, where I hunt cougars, where I did, our permits got messed up. Okay. We took, we, out in Idaho, you have to own the rights to guide an area. So it's public land, but you have to own the right to guide it. And then each person gets their little area. Yep. Well, my boss up in northern Idaho owns a fairly big section, but they get so much snow, he doesn't like mountain lion hunting there. Yeah. So he's leased this section down in, uh. Technically, not least. Technically, he's an employee of the guy, but there's he brings in the clients, and then they sign contracts with the guy who owns it down in the southern desert of Idaho. Okay. And then that that guy pays my boss back and pays me and everything. We're technically employees of, it was Spring Cove Outfitters, but last year at the end of mountain lion season, it got sold to a new guy. That guy strung us along all year round, or all year long, up until the, like my boss went out there guided mule deer hunts for him for free. We're talking mule deer hunts that are sold for $15,000 to kill a mule deer, and my boss didn't get paid to guide because he, he did it for free, so we could do the mountain oh, Hoping lines. you
0: could do the mountain lion yeah. hunts, and this guy's just... Yeah,
1: and this guy strung him along. Just taking along. you for
0: a ride.
1: Three days before our first client showed up, he called us, like, hey... You're not allowed to come down here. Like, we had a change of heart. We're going with a different oh. guy. And so that's all messed up. Next year, my boss has got a guy he worked for for a long time. Like, when he was first starting out, got more into running log trucks. So he's selling the northern half of his unit. My boss is going to buy that, and we're going to mountain hunt out of that. And then his unit he owns, like, he's got cabins 20 miles away from the highway. There's literally nothing it's just, it's forest service, but back in the 60s when they logged, they built these cabins. Yep. Well, he owns just the cabin, not even the ground it's on. Be it, there's no firewood in them During bear season, he ran all the stores out. He just cleaned them out because yep. he didn't think he'd be in there lion season. Well, you can't you'd haul, He take too long to haul everything you need in. So we just gave up on it this year. Okay. But, so down in that southern desert where we were hunting there's no trees there's literally no trees so just huge rock outcrops that these lions sit up on and the dogs sometimes they can get in them sometimes it gets western and i've seen i've never seen a dog get like badly injured but it does so you've happen. never
0: lost a dog you've never had a dog no yeah yeah knock on wood yeah no that's-
1: I, I never have but i've i've seen some messed up ones like
0: I'm sure you've heard stories, you know, like a bear getting a hold of a uh, dog or a cougar getting a hold of a dog. And, I've had a
1: lot of buddies have bears get caught up with dogs. Like I can remember some dogs that were in rough shape. I've never seen one dead yet, but
0: uh, and, and that would suck too. Like nobody wants that. No,
1: like that's not the goal. But sometimes just like that dog lives for what it's doing. Like yeah, it's it's yeah, a work dog. Like, like that's what it. You, people don't understand how much that dog they want to hunt. Like. I when I go out to hunt, I all my dogs are in kennels behind my house. I just let them free and I walk to the truck and open up the door in my dog box. and The dogs jump in and they're ready to go.
0: They know that they know yeah. when you when you get to that truck, they know that they're going to be hunting and yep. that's what they want. Like they're excited. Yep. Cuz if they didn't want to hunt, they wouldn't get in the yeah. truck.
1: And they'll they'll literally you don't even have to tie them down. You can throw them in the truck and you can drive around until they smell a bear in the summer.
0: And they'll just start howling and,
1: yep. and they just They're ready to go.
0: What kind of dogs do you run? Sorry, I don't know if I asked you that.
1: Uh, Mostly hounds. Mostly hounds? I've got one cur. Okay. Which is, I'm not really sure what she is. I think she's a leopard cur, but she's kind of... What does that mean? It's a breed of... Cur dogs are a breed of dogs that were originally, like, in the southern U.S. Back when they first settled over in the U.S., they bred dogs. They couldn't afford to have, like, specialized hound dogs and specialized cattle dogs specialized protection dogs. So they bred dogs that could kind of do it all. They're super smart, but they don't they don't specialize in anything, but they can kind of do everything pretty well. Yep. So there's a breed that kind of get a leopard color to them. Okay. So they're leopard That's cool, curs. So I got Lacey's a leopard cur, I believe, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Otherwise, got two red bone hounds. Uh, I own a walker. My boss owns two walkers. He's got a blue tick, and then I've got a blue tick.
0: What's the most expensive dog, like breed, to use to hunt? They're they get expensive the, fast,
1: like coon dogs, like competition coon hunts, where guys they're literally paying hundred or they're not they're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to win a coon hunt in two hours. Whichever dog can tree the most coon, but well, there's all sorts of rules at it, like they can't like. If two dogs tree on the same tree, the first dog to tree gets more points than the other one. There's, It is the most difficult thing I've ever done. Oh, I just man. gave up on it, and I don't have the money to pay the entrance fees. But I think it's $6,500 to enter.
0: Jesus.
1: And you come home with $100,000.
0: That's like a year's salary right there just mm-hmm. for a coon hunt. You only need to do one of those a year, man. Yeah, and
1: then there's truck tickets. So, like, you win a hunt, you get a... Raffle ticket for a truck. There's truck hunts, four wheeler hunts. uh There's smaller hunts. There's hunts at like hundred dollars to enter, you win a thousand dollars. Like there's all different levels. But there's the coon dog That's world crazy. crazy.
0: Do people put weights in the coons?
1: Uh, not I'm off just, weight. I'm, I'm just, don't I'm just even kidding. Kill them. Yeah, you, you see that yeah. over the summer, the guys That's putting the
0: weights in the fish.
1: Crazy stupid. How they thought they'd get away with that? Dude,
0: they got charged. I heard they're getting charged with felonies because yeah. it's like it's. Technically theft. You stole all that money from the people who should have won it. Yeah, and so. it's,
1: like, not a small amount.
0: No, dude. They're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. So so you do uh, most of your hunting out west. Yep. Do you do any big game hunting here in Wisconsin? Like, do you bear hunt here in Wisconsin usually? I spend
1: fall bear season here. Okay. So now I'm back for the year. I'm done with guiding. I'll be back until May. In May, I'll take a two-week trip out do spring bear season. I'm gonna guide like eight hunters in the spring in Idaho
0: you guide yeah so when you when you go we'll say when you go when you go out west cougar hunting yep. is it ever just like you going for a cougar for yourself or are you always guiding somebody else to get the cougar
1: I actually have never shot one myself okay I've been on hunts for myself but I've never shot one okay I'm just not it I want one but it's not all that special to me I'd rather the sixty five hundred dollars I get or my boss gets paid, I get then a portion of that. Yeah. It's worth way more. Yeah, you're
0: getting paid to guide.
1: In all reality, like, the hunter's just a trigger man. Like, I still, without me, he didn't kill that animal. So I take pride, like,
0: I guided. You're hunting the animal, technically. I
1: hunted him. Guy came in, which, for $6,500, a guy to start out on their own, they're never going to get a line with $6,500. To just buy... For just like you to start out and go buy a dog out west, you could spend sixty five hundred dollars just on the dog. You haven't even picked it up. You haven't fed it. You haven't trained it. Yeah, like that exactly. No. So like it's it's worth it to, for them to pay it, but it's it's just yeah. I'm I'm still the hunter, so I take pride in that. Yeah. And then they get they get the meat, they get the hide. Everything. I was
0: gonna say. So like with with cats, do you you eat? Do you eat the meat? Have you ever ate?
1: I never have, because we don't take, like, you're 12 miles away from the truck. You're not going to, like, bring out, like, the ribs and everything like that. No. So, and CAD is iffy some people like it, some people don't. If the person wants it, I'll bring out the hindquarters for them, and I always bring out the back straps. Okay. But if the person doesn't want it, then I usually leave the back straps signed up. I'm already packing food and water for them and everything, so I just, I don't feel like all the extra weight Yeah, worth for me to do. Do you dress. ever make
0: the dogs carry anything, or is that, no. that's not their job? No, their job their is job, to smell the animal.
1: Smell it and chase it down.
0: Ah, oh, man, that's wild, dude. Yep. That's, I bet when those dogs are going, it's just, yep. the hair stands up on your neck, and you're like, oh, let's go, boys.
1: Well, especially, like, when you really start understanding, like, certain dogs have different barks, so you know, like, how old the track is, you know, this and that and you know like how close they are to that lion like I can tell you listening to my dogs like all right they're at this point and all of a sudden it's like all right they just jumped it like we got to go
0: that's that's nuts dude that you can tell just by how the dog sounds yeah by how close you are to the cat
1: you can tell like if they're on a bear if they're on a coyote like puppies it's inevitable a puppy is going to chase a deer like yeah you got to train them off of it but like you can hear it like you're like, you can hear it in their voice, like, they're just, you just know after a while, you're like, that, that um, dog's not.
0: You you use the same dogs to hunt cats that you do bear and everything, yep. right? You use all the same dogs?
1: Yep. Uh, Use separate coyote dogs. I actually, all my coyote dogs have gotten old and died now, so now, you remember Jackson Hellman, Tyson Hellman?
0: Yeah, yep.
1: I go coyote hunting with them. Okay. I use their dogs for coyotes here. All right. But I don't own my own coyote dogs anymore.
0: Okay. So how did you get into hunting these big game animals? Like, it's not, it's, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's not like everybody goes and hunts fucking mountain lions in the goddamn desert. Like, how did you, what made you go, yeah, this is kind of what I want to do. And then you ended up doing it for money. Like, you do it kind of as a job. Yeah. So that, so when you're laid off in the wintertime, like, right away in the beginning, this is what you do for, for money? Yep. And then come, you know, cat season's over, then you're just doing whatever or what?
1: Now I'm on unemployment. Okay. So get Minnesota pays me $500 a week. To- oh, yeah,
0: because you're employed through Minnesota. Yeah. So
1: Purposely, like, Minnesota union benefits are better, and then I get, like, 375 is the most you can claim in Wisconsin, and I get $500 a week.
0: That's not bad yeah. at all, dude. Yeah. That's good enough to live off of. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it helps. Yeah. And then try and save. I'm not so good at that. But.
0: Neither am I, dude. I, oh, yes, ask, ask Lindsay. You know, it's every other week I want something. Uh huh. And it just gets more and more and more expensive. So that's
1: like me, all the toys. Like, I bought a new truck and then I just, I destroy it working. But like, I drive, put 100,000 miles on that truck in nine months.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Like, what? what uh, kind of truck did you buy? Toyota Tacoma. Okay. Like, it's nothing for me to just jump in my truck and leave. Like I've had buddies when I hunted for myself for lions, like give them a phone call. Hey, there's a snowstorm hitting the Bighorn mountains right now. Snowstorm's going to be done in 12 hours. It takes us 14 hours to get there. Like I'm loading up my truck right now. I'll meet you out there in 15 hours. Like I'll see you there. Like just, just Just, like that. Oh my gosh,
0: dude. So all for (laughs) that cat. Yeah. You're just chasing some big pussy. That's all uh-huh. you're doing. That's it. All right. So, how did you get into it then? Like, right, so how did you, what made you go, I want to hunt big cats, let alone not only hunt them, you know, you're doing it for your guiding. So,
1: when I was 12, there was a DNR used to run something in Wisconsin called the Learn to Hunt program. So, they'd take people that had no clue what they were doing, take them out, like, I grew up on a dairy farm. Everyone's deer hunted, but I've never bear hunted. Yeah. So I was 12 years old. One of my neighbors is like, hey, you should apply for this. And I ended up, first year I applied for that learn to hunt, I drew it. So at 12 years old, sit through like a day course on bear biology, everything, what you're going to do on the hunt. Yep. And then you go hunt. And it's early, so it's a week before anyone else can hunt bear. You, I got to go hunt bear. And the DNR wardens are out there with you and everything. Like everything's... Like they're, everyone's trying to help you get a bear. Yep. And I end up with a hound guy and we end up treeing a massive bear after dark. And I just like 12 years old, massive bear up a tree, like literally like uh, barely as high as your ceiling, like 300 pound bear just sitting there and I'm
0: six feet, eight feet off the ground, 12 years
1: old looking at it. And I'm just like
0: there's nothing like it. Yeah, it,
1: it just, it, it caught me. And ended up, we treed one the next day during daylight and I got one that wasn't nearly as big. But still a mature bear. And ever since I just got hooked. And then I turned 16 just drove my mom crazy because as soon as I got my truck which I always had jobs off the farm and then I worked on the farm so yep. I got paid gas, was my payment. So I jump in my truck and I end up when I was 15 and a half, I drove down to Columbus with my mom, bought two hound pups, and then I just started driving up north. I didn't really know all that many people up north. I'd drive up there and drive around, and, hey, let's hunt together. Like, yeah. Random people, whatever, I just, I'd go hunt. And I just, where I was going that weekend, I didn't know. I Learned a couple groups, ended up hunting with one group in Weyerhaeuser for a few years. and Okay. Uh, end up being kind of who I got with, trained better dogs, and then I got... Something in me, I really wanted to catch a mountain lion. Caught bobcats, coyotes, bear, all the stuff you can catch in Wisconsin. I caught them, and I wanted to catch mountain lions. So I started driving out. I bought a dog out of Montana and one off the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. So I've hunted both of those areas with those guys. And, like, nobody in South Dakota can have hounds unless you're on the Indian Reservation. Okay. So I'm out there with Arlen Whirlwind Horse is his name. What's his name? Arlen Whirlwind Horse. And just like out there with him. I'm
0: guessing he lives on the res. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he
1: he's a lawyer on the res, but yeah, he's out there and chasing cats right on that and kinda got me going. Didn't end up catching one. And I got on all these Facebook pages and Anthony Nightingale of Whiskey Mountain Outfitters posted he's looking for help and I just text him like, Hey, like I don't have good lion dogs. I can't say I've never had dogs on a lion, like I don't know about lion biology, mannerisms, all that. I don't know that, but if you, I'll come out, I'll work for you. Like, he told me outright, like, he's not going to pay me my first year. Room and board is free. Yeah, Gas is free. Like, all that's free. he pay it for dog food, but he's not going to pay me my first year. He's like, if you get out here, we're going to go hunt. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to find anyone who hunts harder than me. And we ended up killing. You said that. Yeah. And me, Anthony, Levi, and Hunter, so four of us, Yep. Uh, Levi and Hunter have got their own pack of dogs, and they end up this year. They went out on their own. They bought their own unit way down, right next to kind of in between Nevada and Oregon. Okay. Right in the corner. They bought that unit this year. But the four of us went out and we killed 21 lions in a season. Jesus. I I can't find another anywhere, another group of houndsmen that caught 21, uh, caught and killed. There are people like in Montana and. Wyoming, where they have quotas, Yep, that the quota closes, and they still train their dogs, and they might catch 20 lions.
0: But so they don't kill them. No
1: one kills them. Like, okay. We killed, and we could have went back this year, and we could have killed another 20. Like, there's that many lions in the desert there. Jesus.
0: So, like, when it comes to, sorry, to cut you off, but when it, like, when it comes to, like, drawing a tag, do you just... You draw a tag, and then after that, is it like bonus tags over the counter, or is it all over the counter to begin with?
1: Mountain lion and Idaho are over the counter. There's okay. so hard. There's so many of them. They
0: need population control.
1: Yeah. It's like where I did most of my guiding last year is a trophy unit for mule deer. So, like, 200-inch mule deer aren't, like, I'm not going to say they're common, but if you don't see a 200-inch mule deer every day, You weren't watching,
0: yeah. You're sleeping, so
1: they're they're everywhere. But it's they push down from over 100 miles away into this one area. All the snow pushes them out of the high mountains, okay, down into the desert. So all these lions come following them down the mountain into the desert. And so it's just slaughter for the lions. They just sit there and kill elk and mule deer, they just eat big old
0: mule mule deer every day,
1: every day. So they just there, you can kill 20 of them a year. not make a dent in the population. Damn, dude, that's yeah.
0: nuts, man. Yeah. Oh well, and I guess like you're not buying twenty tags. Like it's no. you're guiding for twenty people. Yeah. So.
1: So it's yeah over the counter. Guy comes in, more or less a hunt is. Guy comes in, they pay the six hundred and fifty dollars. I think it is. No, that's what it costs me because I buy a hound handler permit. They charge. They cost them six. Ugh, Dyslexic as shit, even when I talk. <laughs> it costs them $350. Yep. And then $6,500 to be with us, and we go out and we hunt. But $300, they just show up to any Walmart, buy the tag, good to go.
0: And then they pay you 6500 bucks to yep. take them and find a cat. Yep. that's 6500 bucks. you fucking best know I'm taking that meat with me. I don't care if I don't like it or not. I'm eating that.
1: And it's actually it's supposed to be really good. Really, but it's almost flavorless. It's a lot okay. like pork, but it's more or less fat-free. Okay, no, flavor. yeah,
0: yeah, because those cats are moving all yeah. the time, dude. Yeah. There, there's no fat on them. No, they're they're moving,
1: and so, like you get 180 pound mountain lion. It's like pure muscle.
0: It's 180 pounds of meat, pretty yeah. much. And so, basically, the main what what is the purpose of hunting a cat? Like what? The fur, like, do people get it just to sell the fur? Do people do it just so they can go, yeah, I hunted a cat? Or, like, it's some people hunt it for the meat. Like, what's up with that?
1: Nobody really sells mountain lion hides. More or less, you can do taxidermy with them. You're going to put them up on your wall, and then you're going to have a story. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. Like, you're going to pay $6,500. I'm a... Whoop your ass! I'll you're going up,
0: up and down mountains. Yeah. You're hiking ten miles a day.
1: Like, I'm not in shape. I was going to say, how are
0: you not skinnier, man? Jesus!
1: You give me right now. I'm kind of out of shape. You give me two good hikes, and I'll be. I'm going to cramp up, and I'm going to feel like dying. It's going to be hell. You'll be good after the first that. one. Second one's going to be rough, and then after that, yeah, like I, one guy, like my boss, he that guy can run in the mountains. He, oh, he's man. just. That's But insane. he lives out there. He guides, uh, I think he takes over 100 hunters a year between elk, mule deer, yep. bear. Most of them are bear hunters. He guides, he killed 69 bear this year. Holy shit. Yeah. And he had like about 10 guys miss. So he, So that
0: could have been 80 bear. Yeah. that's. Have you ever had bear meat? Oh, I love it. I like bear meat. I live that. I've, I've had it before. Cook it long enough. You got to cook it long enough. It's got to be well done.
1: You guys can realize
0: tri- trigonosis, man. It's yeah. scary.
1: There's tricks to it. Like, you can still have, like, a juicy steak, but you got to cook it right. And hamburgers have got to be well done. But I literally lived off bear for, well, I shot a 300-pound sow okay. two years ago. And as soon as I got that stuff back from the butcher until I ran out myself, like, yep. I, I was living alone. All I ate was bear meat, like nothing else. Did your
0: girlfriend, did, how did? How does she feel about all this? Does she support it? Like, oh, yeah. she Is she a country girl, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. The one I'm with now, she supports it. The last one I was with, she, I don't get why, but she didn't like the fact that I just up and left her for three months to go hunt and didn't come home. What? Yeah. She didn't like that you just yeah.
0: disappeared?
1: I know. It's crazy. Oh, man. But she, she grew up in Eau Claire, like, she liked being out in the country but she City would not girl. yeah would not eat bear like thought it was just absolutely disgusting. Oh man. And I'm out there living on it.
0: <laughs> I work with a guy and his uh family owns like a farm over in Bloomer and uh he was talking about hunting bear and he's like, "Oh, I got bear meat in my freezer." And I'm like, "If I'm like, I will try some if you will bring me some i will cook it myself and try it and he goes okay fucker brings me like a six pound roast dude just this big old hunk of meat so i just cooked it in the slow cooker shredded it up made like pulled pork kind of like yep. pulled bear sandwiches oh man so good
1: you gotta get hamburger that is like i like roasts, i like steaks but the burger like it's See, like now
0: i don't eat red meat anymore so oh. that's the thing too. I gotta. I mean, I gotta reintroduce it back into my diet. Yeah, that's. But I haven't ate red meat for like over a year. So,
1: I could never. I could go straight red meat.
0: No. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, that's some people. Like, I had surgery last. Not this past December, but the December before that. Like, I had some intestinal issues. Yeah. And then, like after I got my surgery done, like I had a whole new fucking like gut biome and everything because I had to is. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. What happened? But, uh, and then, like, I ate red meat after that, and it just gave me the shits. Like, it was like water pouring through me. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just avoid red meat. And then now I think I'm going to start reintroducing it back into my system because it's got, like, it's packed full of iron and all yeah. that. Like, it's good for you. Oh, yeah. But... Maybe I'm just being a pussy. I'm scared of it, you know, but... I mean... Because I like deer hunting. Like, yeah. I like venison. Yeah. Venison's good. I like having a fat ribeye every once oh. in a while, but maybe I'm just scared of it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So what's your favorite part about taking somebody on a guide, guided hunt? Is I it sh- is it the hunt itself? Is it seeing, you know, the reaction once they walk up to the cat? That's
1: all fun, but for me, it's the dogs. The dogs? It's like... You come out, like, my kennels, you got puppies running around, like, just dumb little puppies, like, don't know a thing. Yeah. Like, I don't do a ton of obedience. Like, my dogs, they'll come to me when they're called, and they listen a little bit. A couple of them kind of sit. Like, the one is a house dog kind of to me. Yeah. So, like, he's a little more trained, but I don't do a ton of stuff like that. But you start out with a little puppy doesn't know a thing, and all of a sudden— He's taking out with the old dogs, and all of a sudden, like you hear that first bark out of that puppy, and it's like, like you hear that puppy gives you like, a rush. Yeah, it's like that puppy's learning, and then each step, like that puppy just keeps progressing.
0: It's kind of like raising a kid.
1: Yeah, kind of, but like, and then, but every year you're adding in like two new ones to your pack, one to your pack, and you're watch you're just keeping track of them as they go, and like, you no know, you trained them and the dogs just absolutely go nuts when they kill something and they they actually get, like, that's their reward is they get to chew on the hide. It's like you shoot the bear, it's dead, or the lion, dead. You let the dogs go. Because before you shoot it, you got to catch the dogs. Yeah, when you, they'll go crazy. If somebody wounds it or something, a wounded animal is the worst thing for the dogs. Like just don't let the dogs go anywhere near a wounded animal. Yep. So, but then they chew on it and sit there and you're like, Took me four years. Hopefully, it only took you two years to get, but you're like, I've got two years in invested into this dumb dog that didn't know anything, like ran around. Like, now, like, it's like I worked with it. Yeah. And now it's doing this. And now that dog is just now sitting here going chewing nuts. on hides. Yeah. Just going nuts. Like, it wants to be there. It can't. Like, that's what gets me. It's the, just the dogs and how much they want to hunt. And knowing, like, I'm there with them. And without That's awesome. Being, without me, they might, like, if they were just in the wild, they're never going to catch, like, a bear's going to run up a tree, and they're never going to eat. Yeah. So, like, they would end up chasing deer maybe, but they're the more difficult game, like, it's, we're a pair. Going all the way back, like, when they domesticated the dogs, there was a reason. Yeah. And it's, like, a natural, like, like they're, I, when,
0: when man and beast click, it's, I, I it's know beautiful.
1: why they domesticated dogs. Like I can, like they domesticated them to hunt originally. Yep. And like, it's like primal connection with them and it's just like unbeatable.
0: That's awesome.
1: And the more guys you take, the more money you got to do it. It keeps you going. Yeah. Cause it costs a lot to hunt and then it oh, keeps I, you.
0: It is. Yeah. A pricey hobby, I guess. If yeah. that's what you want to call it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, How much
0: do you pocket when it so that they pay, you know, they buy the tag, and then that obviously goes to Walmart or whoever the it, hell they buy the they, tag from. Uh,
1: out of that $6,500, my boss has licensing fees and all sorts of shit like that. He's got to pay for it. Yeah,
0: I think, like, if, you got to have, like, special insurance, don't you? Like, guides insurance or some yep, shit like that.
1: But they have special insurance just for guides. It's through Safari Club International. Like, they found out, like, most insurance companies just weren't, like, set up to deal with guides. And, like, yeah like my boss, he's, so start out spring bear season, start of the year, he's got 30, 40 hunters in his spring camp. Then he goes to trail horse, so, like, people come up and ride horses on trails. So he's got a dozen horses that, and people around horses are not easily insured. And then, like, trout fishermen that he's guiding, stuff like that all summer. Fall bear season, he's got another 30, 40, maybe 50 bear hunters in the fall. Wow. Elk and mule deer hunters, and the elk and mule deer hunters are also on those horses. And he's got all the trucks it takes to keep all the logistics. He's got camps that he's got to ensure the camps and all that. So, And then mountain lion hunting, like side-by-sides, four-wheelers, everything. The Insurance is a difficult thing for them. So Safari Club International came out with their own kind of insurance just for guides. Yep. And it's actually not as expensive as you'd think. Okay. they found it's actually, like the horses are dangerous, but actually guiding isn't actually that bad. As long as you have a competent guide that's responsible for their hunters and takes care of them, yep. like, there's not all that much risk involved. So okay. it's actually pretty cheap for insurance. But there's still...
0: So how much, so how much money do you make? Like if you oh, were,
1: yeah, so that's how we, so then like all that and then I don't pay a room and board. So he puts me up, and then I get $1,000 per lion.
0: So you, so a successful hunt, you get $1,000.
1: Nope. Just a hunt. Oh, or just, uh, just a hunt. Just a so hunt. hunt. We do get you get paid, more if
0: it's successful or no?
1: We get paid no matter what. Cause we still put in the time, m- energy. Yeah. Effort. We only sent one hunter home without a lion. And if he'd have stayed another day, we probably could have got him a lion, but we had more clients coming in. Yeah. So we just, we couldn't. And he'll be back. We, he's good friends with my boss, so he'll be back. So yeah. they pay $6,500 no matter what. So two hunters a week, I get $1,000 per hunter every week.
0: That's two grand a week. Yeah, two grand a week. For how long, though? Like, how long does the season last?
1: Three months.
0: Okay, so like 12 weeks.
1: It's 10, kind of. Okay. Yeah. You could do 12, but you start pushing it. Then, like now, now the snow is starting to melt. It's getting difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, so you pour concrete in the summer. Yep. Guide in the fall, or guide more towards the winter. Yep. Do you ever see yourself guiding full time?
1: It's going to be hard. I want to make one season out of just doing that for sure. But obviously, girlfriend and everything, like, can't just expect her to disappear out to Idaho. Whatever. Like, like <laughs> up until, like, if I stay, like, well, hopefully I stay with her. But, like, as long as I stay with her, like, yeah. Eventually have kids and everything. Can't just be running out there doing that sort of stuff. How like,
0: long have you been with her? Six months. Don't even say the word kids yet, man. Jesus Christ. I, I'm just like, like, Plant, yeah. I've been
1: thinking about this a lot because me and my boss have had this conversation, like...
0: Like, he wants you to guide
1: full-time? Like, it's hard to find competent guides. He runs through guys. Yeah. Like, he brings guys in to start him off during bear season, and he's, like, he, he'll call me and be, like, if you can get out here, like, I need I need a guy. <laughs> Humans
0: are fucking idiots, yeah, man. like,
1: he just... He, just stupid people. He had one guy take... Because, like... The one, some guys fly in, he gives them a truck. He's like, this is your truck. Like, yep. You can't just be putting stupid miles on it for no reason. You still got to work, but you just take this truck, do whatever you need. And
0: they'll just be driving all over.
1: Well, know, one guy it. just took the truck, left, went to the Missoula airport, told him like, yeah, I'm going to come back in a week, left the truck there, left the keys in the truck, jumped on an airplane and left. And then like a month later, my boss is like, you ever coming back? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, just never responded. He, my boss still owes him money. My boss can't find him. My boss my boss wants to pay him. My boss can't find him to pay him.
0: Gee, did he get the truck back?
1: Yeah. Oh, and it ended up sitting in the parking lot of the Missoula airport for a month. And he drove down, he got it. And...
0: Key's still in it, unlocked, yeah, and yeah, ready to go? There. Oh my gosh. Somebody end- could have had a free truck. Yeah. Let me, the guy know, left. let me know the next time that happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the guy left all his gear there, too. Like, my boss got all the guy's gear and, like, what? Like, the guy was, yeah.
0: He just disappeared. Yeah. Is he alive? That's the thing. You don't know. You won't they, answer.
1: They're pretty sure he is, but yeah, just no, That's no contact with him. That's crazy. Another guide, he takes, he's an old old guy, comes in. He's more of a camp cook, does a little bit of guiding. Yeah. He was there for a week with another guy. And decided that other guide was an idiot. Came into camp yelling and screaming in front of customers and stuff. He's been there for five years, and all of a sudden he came in just Can, one day and just can't have that. Just lost his cool, and my boss is like, well, can't have that. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, so he's got he's got a business partner that he does stuff in the off season with. That they're doing those two, and then they have one other guy that is competent that hopefully sticks around. Yeah. And then me, and I've been in talks with them this fall. Like, what's it going to take for me to come out there? Like, what do I have to do? And more or less, I've got to get five years in the union, pouring concrete in the laborers. Then I secure a pension. And then at least I know I have a retirement. Yeah. Which with guiding can be is pretty important. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes money gets tight. Sometimes,
0: I mean, with even with without guiding. even
1: without the guiding just the pension's important
0: yeah with guiding you know you don't get paid if people don't hunt yeah so
1: exactly so get that so i'm i've got three years in this will be my fourth summer This starting summer but then i'm gonna slowly start doing more i'm gonna do like a may bear hunt for a week or two i'm gonna do a Early like a early September before fall bear season starts here in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm gonna do at least a week, maybe two, and then come back out here do fall bear season and go back, and then another mountain lion season, and then make it all all that kind of work and kind of transition and doing more and more of it till I get my five years in, and then I want to, I think it's gonna be one year of nonstop. Elk mule deer, everything, spend a full year out there horseback. Oh,
0: man, that's gonna be crazy. Like
1: guide guide horseback rides, stuff like that for a year. And then by then see where I'm at with the relationship. If I'm if I'm still with her, then see about that. And she's a keeper, man. Yeah. She can put up with that. So. Yeah. And see if still with her then see where we're at. And obviously, like that's been like I've thought about like what would kids do to this and like Is it worth it like, have kids Uh, right away or wait till I'm way older or what and figure all this out? Like, because my boss has got three little kids, like, nine, five, and three running around. They're cool as shit, but, like, he's like, yeah, like, I spent a week living at his house this winter with the kids and running around. He's like, yeah, like, they... He... He more or less just says they wrecked everything. He loves his kids, is what he'll say, but they wrecked everything. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. kids take time. It's like we've had, to, me and him have sat down and had hours upon hours of conversations, like sitting there smoking weed, talking about what it's Jeez, Do you want to say that on the air, man? It's legal <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah, it's legal I out there. I don't give yeah. a
0: shit. Yeah, who cares? Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, yeah, you're yeah, right. I'm not hiding that I do it. Yeah, it's, it's, I just it's,
1: can't do it here because I got the union and everything.
0: Yeah, it's legal out there. Yeah. So
1: Sit there and just get someone and talk about what... To talk about life. What it's gonna take to get me out there? Because he wants me out there. Just, yeah, we've had some.
0: He wants you guiding full time, and
1: yeah, sit there, drink a handle of whiskey, and that. Smoke no, that's a couple bowls that's, and,
0: that's definitely that's definitely hard when you got a a job that's demanding where you you're traveling all the time, yeah. and then on top of that you got a family and you yeah. got kids.
1: So like, he goes out to spring bear camp. He leaves his family down in their house. He leaves for a month. He, his wife might bring the kids up once. but it's like a three-hour drive to get to bear camp from his house. That's nuts. So like man. To, for her to get the kids in and everything. Like spring bear season is more or less one month long. Yep, maybe a little longer, but so he just doesn't see his kids the whole spring bear season. Then in the summer, he's back and forth with the horseback rides when he has them. Trout fisherman when he has him, he's back and forth. He sees his kids, but not all the time.
0: You know that kills him, like that. Yeah, yeah like, not being able to see your kids. Yeah,
1: and then fall bear season comes, and then that's like two months long, straight into elk and mule deer season. As soon as elk and mule deer season is done, straight into cougar season, which is a three hours opposite direction from his house. It's like his wife brings the kids up, like at least once during elk season. tries once or twice during fall bear. And then sometimes they'll move in, like, they'll bring their camper down because the desert stays, even though it is winter, we do have snow. It's pretty mild. Like, yeah. it got below zero one day last It's
0: nothing year. like what we're getting right no, now.
1: like ankle-deep snow, 40 degrees most days during the day, some days 50. Where is this?
0: Uh, what state? Idaho. I'm moving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just south of Boise. Oh, man. So you go south of Boise an hour, you're in Mountain Home. And you're in the Bennett Mountain Hills, and it's not it's not the huge, like, towering mountains you think of. Yeah. But you have, like, an average mountain, and then you just have deep, like, 300-foot drop-offs in the canyons.
0: That's nuts, Stupid
1: dude. big canyons.
0: Is this scary you ever at times? You ever get scared?
1: When you get into, like, a, a rock pile the size where each rock's the size of this room, and they kind of, they've fallen off this cliff to make a huge-ass rock pile at the bottom... And you're jumping rock to rock, and there's giant, like...
0: Move that closer.
1: Yeah, there's just giant, like, mini canyons in between these boulders. And you just jump rock to rock, and then you start 12 miles into hike. All of a sudden, you're starting to cramp up, and you're jumping, and it's like... This is kind of dumb. Like, how would I get here?
0: Because you hike in, you got to hike out. Yeah. yeah. And you're not just hiking. Like, you're hiking with food and water. Yeah. Do you, like, bring, like, tents and stuff? Like, you backpack out there? Or or do you always come out at the end of the day?
1: The goal is to make it a day hunt. I've only been out in the dark once to get. I've gotten back to the side by side every time but once in daylight. Okay. So you plan your hikes. So you can't drive a lot of the ground the mountain lions are in. Yep. So you plan your hikes, you drive the side-by-side drive the side up, you go down canyon three, four miles, come up, up canyon, up around, and then you work down the canyon. Like you, you go down canyon, down like in the canyon, jump out of the canyon on the other side, hike the easy like around the top, and then you drop back down in the canyon and you work the bottom of the canyon because the cats are in the bottoms. Okay. And you try and you work your way back. But so if you are all the way up, Say you're five miles up canyon of your side by side, and you cut a line track going up canyon. You're long for the
0: ride. You're hunting up canyon now. Yep, so. and you're just you're going. So you said that there's no trees out there, very little. So like, does that cat find the one tree within six miles, and that's where you treat it, or how the hell do you get the cat pinned to where you can shoot it?
1: Sitting up on giant rocks.
0: It's just sitting up there. And just you're...
1: sitting on the rocks looking at you. And, that, oh, oh, that's they scary. They jump. Like, they'll sit on cliffs and stuff. Like, I've been, I've had days where I go cliff to cliff where the, the lion will get out on a cliff and sit there for 10 minutes. And the dogs finally figure out how to get on that cliff that that lion jumped on. And then that lion jumps to a different cliff. Well, then the dogs are stuck out there. You got to go like 12 inch wide cliff. You're going out on to try and get the dogs, put leashes on them, and drag them back oh out. Oh my! And go around, and put them back on the line again, and go again.
0: Yeah, and you've never had a close call or anything with the dogs. Have you ever had a close call with yourself at all? Like, have you ever like fallen or started to slide down anything or I've, ever gotten hurt? Or? I've been
1: in some rock slides. I wear knee pads now because I've smashed my knees on more rocks than I care to room Oh, man. Like they, They're sharp. They're lava rocks. So it's it's where the Oregon Trail – it's actually where I camp is on Old Oregon Trail Road. So it's where they came through, and they had a hard time in that section bringing cattle through because there were so many hot springs. Okay. So it's like crazy volcanic activity there, and it actually looks like the volcanoes. Like they're not all that wore out. Like it's kind of like looking ahead of Hawaii where you know there's – like a dead yep. volcano there. Yeah. It's all like that black rock and shit and it's sharp and it breaks.
0: Oh, that's kinda cool. Yeah. Do you ever had? did you ever take any of that home? Do you have I've like got souvenirs? tons of Yeah. at home. of yeah? yeah. That's I've cool of it.
1: Piles of it. I get of I started, I finally realized what it is. The obsidian that they use to make bit of a little like places where there's obsidian. of a And I oh, didn't know what nice. it is, but now that I know where it is, What it is? Snag some. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a bunch of that.
0: Have you found any like arrowheads or anything like that?
1: No, it's not. It wasn't a huge area for the natives back in the day. Okay, like it was. It's it's a desert. There's not much there, other than in the winter, a lot of mule deer and stuff come into it, but there just wasn't like other parts where there's giant elk herds year round. I want you to tell me a crazy
0: hunting story. I want you. To, I want you to tell me your most memorable story, whether it's you hunting or whether it's you guiding somebody. It can be cat, bear, deer, bobcat, turkey, whatever. You, whatever. I want. I. just, I just want to hear your most memorable hunting
1: story. Best one I think for the podcast comes to mind. We had there's a little town called Prairie Idaho. In the summer, it's a booming town. People come in from all over. But
0: it Bef- ca- hold on, before we get started, do you need another water? Do you want another one? I'm good. Okay.
1: So there's a little town called Prairie, Idaho. It can literally snow them out where they can't get in or out without snowmobiles, depending on the year if they get enough snow. Like, there's one way in and one way out, and it's over an hour from any other, like, average-sized town to get to this town.
0: Is there a hospital there? No. So having a baby, you know, good luck.
1: Like, it's... A couple cattle ranchers a couple people live there there's a restaurant there the gas station is literally a fuel barrel like you'd see on a farm yeah with a gauge on it and like you just have to like as an outsider you can't get gas there you have to be like a resident and you literally tell the one rancher like hey this month I've used x amount of gallons of gas so I owe you for X amount of gallons of gas
0: that's like old old school yeah
1: like it's, like, way up there. And the people up there, like, in the winter get a little stir-crazy. Like, they're going a little stir-crazy in the winter. but Yeah. But there's a rancher up there that we got permission early season, before it gets snowed out, go up there and we hunted a lot of lions out of his land. Well, all of a sudden we got a call, and he had a dog killed by a lion. And usually, like, people say they see mountain lions. Like, people around Wisconsin, everyone's seen a mountain lion. And, yeah, like... The males, young males... I've never seen one, but
0: that'd be cool and scary.
1: Young males do get pushed out, and it's part of their... Like, they look for a home range yep. of their own, and they want females in their home range. Like, they're not just going to stop, like, oh, this is cool, but there's no females. They're just going to keep moving. Yep. So they end up coming through Wisconsin, but they don't ever stick around. No. Was
0: it, like, there was a... A mountain. This was years ago that I heard it from Levi. You, do you know who Levi is? Lindsey's oldest yep. oldest brother. Yep. So he was telling us a story that there was a cat that was tagged way up north Wisconsin. Yep. And then it ended up getting hit by a car out in like Pennsylvania yeah. or Washington DC or something like. Yeah. It made it that far. Yeah. And they're predicting it came from out west and moved all the way. Like that's it. Some probably serious came from ground.
1: North Dakota or South Dakota, and then it went. Its only chant that. Lion's only chance of finding a mate was would have been to make it all the way to the southern panhandle of Florida or make and circle back and make it all the way back out west, like to oh my. Texas. Otherwise, there's,
0: there's cats that do that, I
1: bet. Like, there could be that we don't know about. That's nuts, though. But that's the only hope that that thing ever has of having a mate and the chance of it doing it in its lifetime. It might never happen.
0: Slim to none.
1: Yeah, it could just travel. Just just. Go and go and go. Pussy
0: looking for pussy, and it doesn't happen. Yep. All right, back to your story.
1: But so we get all these calls. Like, I saw a lion here. saw a lion there. Everyone calls. Like, you, my boss calls them ghost stories because you're just chasing ghosts. Yep. Like 75% of the time, there's not even a lion there. Like, it's a deer or something they saw. So we just don't do it. But this rancher lives in town in the winter, moves all his cattle right into town and lives right in town. He called my boss, and my boss like, well, you know, I can't really tell him no. We hunt his land. He had this dog, and it ended up being one of his friends died and gave him this dog. And It was like his favorite pet. And it was outside at night, and it had like a little dog kennel stuff outside, and it was on a chain, and the mountain lion came in while it was on a chain, drug it out of its doghouse, broke its chain, Killed it, drug it into the neighbor's garage, and was eating it in the neighbor's garage.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So we show up and bring our dogs, and we're like, oh, got to kill this lion. Yeah. We start walking around this town. There's maybe, like, 50 people in this. It's like a ghost town in the winter. We're walking in their backyards, and they're, what the hell are you doing here? Like, get out of here. We're like, there's a cat. On hey, those. like, you know this rancher. Like, his dog got killed by this lion. They're like, what? You better kill that lion. Yeah. So we're walking, like this line literally hunted dogs going kennel to kennel. Like people's kennels out behind their houses and stuff. Like it, anywhere there was a dog, it hunted dogs.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And it went literal kennel to kennel looking for them. So we got finally found where it went put dogs on it and it just disappeared. And we could kind of see it looked just like a little crack in the ground in the rocks. It didn't look like a cave. We are like, this got away on us somehow where we spent like half a day looking and looking and looking. The dogs kept going back to the spot and we're like, we can see down in there. It's not a cave. Yeah. And somebody stepped and broke a little snow out from on top of where the snow had crested over top of that. Yep. And also the dogs really started barking like, all right, someone's got to go down in there. It's obviously a cave and we didn't think it was a cave. So they put a toe strap around my stomach Lowered me down into this cave. What? Yeah.
0: Fucking chubby boy Ross Taylor getting fucking hoisted.
1: Getting, dropping down into this cave. How
0: far down was it?
1: 10, 15 feet.
0: Oh my gosh, man.
1: Down into this. And I walk around, like, there's like a big side of the cave and a little side. And I'm like, walk around the big side and I'm like, that lion's gotta be in here. And I'm looking around, I'm like, lion's not here. Like, uh, this lion did something I don't know what it did, but it's gone. My boss is like yells at me. He's like, check the other side. I walk over. I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna be here. Looking up, looking up. And all of a sudden, I'm like, like four feet away, I'm like, that lion's right there. Like my boss can see my back, but he can't see my hand. I'm like, it's 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 right there. He's like, it is. I'm like, yeah, that, that lion's right there.
0: And that cat's just staring at you. Yeah, is it growling or anything, or no, is it? It was trying
1: to hide. Like it, it it's it, scared. Like I had spent i went to the other side of the cave. It thought it was safe. It's like, he doesn't see me. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh shit. Like there's a lion there.
0: Oh my gosh. So you, you haven't gotten a lion. So you didn't shoot no. it.
1: So we had a hunter from Denmark and up, we got him to lay down on the snow with his rifle and look down. He could just barely see it. And he shot it, but he wasn't, he came all the way from Denmark to kill a mountain lion. And we could not convince him to get down in that cave. Nobody, oh man. Nobody, come we're on. Like, dude, we're like, dude, you got to get down in that cave. Like, imagine that's you, the experience you go dude. back to denmark and you tell them you went out to idaho in the u.s you had to be hoisted down. yeah you got hoisted down in there and you killed this lion. like you imagine the stories like there's no way you're getting me
0: shit so you got people like coming all the way from like europe yeah. and shit to hunt cats
1: oh yeah like, that's
0: crazy dude
1: uh, i think about six lion hunters a year come from denmark about 10 15 bear hunters a year come from denmark Come through. There's a well, booking what's, agency.
0: I was. Oh, I was gonna say, like, what's so special about yeah. Denmark that the people are coming over?
1: Somehow, my boss got connected with a booking agency in Denmark because actually, there's a lot of hunting over there. It's a little different over there. It's kind of like a, it's a rich man sport. To, yeah. Like strictly over there, you got to have money yep. to hunt. But yeah. But then, so they, like, these guys, they've killed everything in Europe. Africa's just stone's throw away, so they've killed everything in Africa, and they're like, all right. I want to go to North America. Yeah. I want to kill everything in North America. All right, so we'll get you the lion, get you the bear. That's
0: crazy. I would have even if even if there wasn't a cat there and you were like, "Come check the cave out with me." I was like, "Hell yeah." Like, I'm paying all that money. I'm getting in that damn cave.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, so he hand up he shot it, lowered me back down in it, pull it out, hoist it out. Got it out there. Then all the neighbors started showing up, and everyone in the town heard we killed it. Everyone's coming by and checking it out, and they all couldn't believe it. But
0: oh, it was, man. That was
1: probably the most memorable one.
0: Yeah, that, that cat's just like a reaper of death, dude. Just uh, Did it get anybody else's dog besides that no one? one?
1: It had only gotten that one. Well, we got it, so the night before we got there, it killed that dog. Yep. And then that day we were out hunting, we couldn't get there. The very next day we were there, so it had spent a night hunting, but it hadn't killed another one yet. Okay, I was looking for another. But easy you could one.
0: see the tracks, and oh, yeah. you knew like, it was there.
1: It went all over town.
0: Oh, tell everybody, buy a damn security camera. Watch your, watch your dogs, dude. Yeah,
1: well, like, it was like the, the guy's prized obsession was like this dog he got given. Yeah, from like a buddy that died, and like he's like, I heard it, like Yelp, like I just didn't think anything of it. It's a cattle dog. Like, he's an old rancher.
0: Thing is yelling at something. Yeah, they
1: bark at coyotes and stuff. and They might bark at another dog in the kennel or something, so you just didn't think anything of it. Yeah. So it woke up. And, That's sad. Yeah.
0: That sucks. It. I mean, sometimes it takes stuff like that to happen to have action be taken. Yeah. So.
1: And why that lion was even there, like, we had quit hunting that a month earlier because as the game pushes out of an area like that, usually the lions do. So, Lion had something going on with it where it was in an area it shouldn't have been. It could have been, there was a lot of turkeys there. It might have been sticking around and eating turkeys, but we don't know. That was kind of the only game there for it to eat. Maybe it was eating house cats before that. We're not sure why that thing was even... Oh, man. That thing was 30 miles away from the nearest game. Like, the nearest elk, 30 miles away, and it was there for some reason.
0: Well, it's easy picking, dude. You got... It's like walking through the grocery store, you know. Yeah. You Can you can choose you you can have this dog or that dog or this cat or this. That. Don't even
1: have to ambush them.
0: No, dude, they're kennel. They're chained up. They can't run away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's nuts. What's your dream hunt? So if you could, money's not money's no figure. You got enough to do whatever you want. What's your dream hunt?
1: Going down to Argentina chasing cats. Yeah. Argentina's got them too. Actually, they go all the way through. All the way through the Americas. So from all the way up in Canada, all the way down to the southern point of South America, there's mountain lions.
0: Really? Nope. Yep. Wow. One of the
1: most widespread animals in the world.
0: Why Argentina?
1: Uh, so like Mexico, the rules are kind of weird there. I, I've been told just not not even bother trying to go hunt in Mexico. Like a lot of people go there for ungulates like whitetail, mule deer, elk. Yeah, but they like the predators are like the rules are weird. Like, just don't even try. It's not worth it. Yeah, but and then like Central America, there's not like a lot of regulation on them. Like, they don't get a ton of them. And they just, it's never been a thought. To, like, we should put a hunting season on these. Yeah. So it's just like, it's not really a thing. Or then you get down into Argentina, and it's almost the same climate as we have. Like, all in all, it's just the opposite side of. It's back into getting colds away from the equator. Yep. So they've actually got seasons. They've got regulations. It's far
0: enough south where it's. Yeah. Yeah, they get do they get snow? What? Oh, yeah. Really? Lots of snow. Damn,
1: dude. All the way down, like, Antarctica is not that far from the southern tip of the. I got to look like at a south map.
0: America. I got to look at a map and see where fucking Argentina is. I'm thinking. Do, do, like do. Chile and
1: Argentina are way down in the bottom of
0: looking at a map here folks trying to figure out where this is canada new york why the hell am i over there okay so it's in south america correct yep oh Argentina. oh yeah that's like
1: like way down there
0: yeah you're that far from yeah like antarctica yeah yeah you're getting snow that's nuts that would be sick to go down there and go, go get a cat like for your first time getting a cat to go down there, mm-hmm. but right there, that's what, like a $25,000 trip. It's I wanna expensive.
1: Say, I want to say there's, there's a combination hunt available, and I talked to the outfitter, and I think it was twelve grand. Oh, that's not... But then you get a red stag with it, too.
0: Oh, so yeah, you get it. You get a, you so get you, a yeah. deer, too. Yeah. Then, so...
1: Which would be cool, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't go for the stag, but if we killed one, had time, I'd... Go kill a stag Yeah It worked for me yeah. It's just more meat man yeah. yeah
0: Cause like When you go and hunt that far away Like you're not only Just hunting Like you gotta hunt it Pack it out And then you gotta ship that back To you, where you live Yeah
1: It's like going to It's a, gotta
0: stay cold
1: It's like the same as going to Alaska But like Alaska Like they're used to it Like everyone comes to Alaska To hunt Yep. Like I got a
0: buddy do. that goes and fishes there Every once in a while Yeah I wanna go I wanna go fishing there Cause oh.
1: Everyone I talk to It's amazing It's
0: Alaska is that what's on my hat right yep. now? Alaska Wild Project? Yeah. I, I
1: think I listened to that podcast. It's, it's, yeah.
0: It's cool guys, dude. Yeah. So
1: it's, it's worth it to go out there. So
0: an Argentinian, Argentina cat hunt. Yeah. That's nuts, dude. Does anybody else in your family like share this passion? Like does Jared or Philip, do they ever, or are they just small town hunting the deer, hunting? My bear? dad never even hunted.
1: Really? Yeah. He went hunting like once. He's like this dumb, like, he just farmed. Yeah, he's like I just didn't ever catch his attention. Well, then Jared, he likes deer, but he just he kind of likes farm too. I I've tried getting him to come hunting with me. He'd go coon hunting if I get a bunch of buddies together in high school. Be like, they could call Jackson Hellman, Tyson, guys with dogs. Be like, hey, let's go and yeah. get a big group. And he'd come out for that, but he wouldn't come just with me. Well, Phil used to follow me around, but I'd yell at Phil like. Try to listen to dogs, be like, shut up, or like we'd be out coyote hunting, be like a mile away from quick trip and bloomer chasing coyotes. Yeah. Dogs. He'll be like, Let's go quick trip. I'm hungry. I want lunch. I'm like, no, like we're hunting. Yeah, we're yeah. we're hunting. We're not leaving. He's like, it's like a mile away. I'm like, that's tough. Like uh, he sit right there and I think I kind of wrecked it for him.
0: Yeah. I mean he is considerably younger. He's yeah. how old is he now?
1: Uh twenty one.
0: Yep. That makes that seems right. Because we're, what, 25 this year, so.
1: Like two days I'll be
0: 25. Oh, geez, I'm 25 in, like, two weeks, so. Won't be long. Or next week, next Friday. Quarter of a century. Oh, man, geez, we're getting old. (laughs)
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, geez. All
0: right, so if somebody wants to go on a guided hunt, how can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of the outfitter that you work for?
1: Our best place to look is Whiskey Mountain Outfitters. Whiskey Mountain Outfitters. Right on Facebook. Okay. Facebook's best place, uh. That'd be for elk, which is over-the-counter elk tags, usually. They can run out. Uh, whitetail, up there, there's not much for mule deer in his unit he owns, but he can get you on a mule deer hunt. The new, the new unit will have mule deer and elk, bear hunts, lion hunts. He's going to do some turkey hunts. He hasn't done much in the past in his area, but he says he's going to try to. Yep. Um, all that. And then for horseback riding, fishing, stuff like that, Wild Mountain Adventures. Yeah. I think it's Wild Mountain Adventures on Facebook. It's He separated it because he's trying to get, like, people that go to, like, like out west. People don't like hunting. Some people don't. He's trying to get, like, them and not be connected to all the hunting. Yeah. So, like. The horseback riding, trout fishing, stuff like that, separate. He's got some stuff he lists as available. You don't have to do that stuff. Like, if you see anything he does, like, you just want to go out there and stay in his cabin and get ferried to like a, a river or, or creek or something. Yeah. Just tell him, like, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to go steelhead fishing in Idaho, up in the mountains. I want to stay in your cabin. He'll figure out a price for that.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool with the flexibility.
1: Wild Mountain Adventures.
0: Wild Mountain Adventures. Yep. Whiskey Ridge Outfitters. Whiskey Mountain. Whiskey Mountain Outfitters. Yep. Awesome, dude. Well, I think, yeah, we're just a little bit over an hour, so I think we'll wrap this up. Perfect. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. Yeah. So everybody, uh, go look up Ross Taylor on Instagram. He doesn't post much, but... He's got some cool pictures of some cats and stuff up there. When I get so, out hunting, I post. Yeah, when he gets out hunting, he's posting pretty much every day. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to follow you and watch watch all that shit happen. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll drop some bang and go cat hunt. I haven't been hunting in years, dude.
1: Let me know when you're apply for Wisconsin bobcat if you feel like it. Yeah, And I'll take. If you get an early season bobcat cat, and I'm still around, I'll go out with you. Hell Mess yeah! Mess around or. Working on a couple, a way to legally do it, like try and like go to Utah, Colorado, yeah, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, like all these other states. Like I've hunted Montana and Wyoming. Like I want to go to other states. I'm working on like a list of people. Like, so you apply to get a tag and like Utah, yep. I'll just jump in with you or I'll meet you out there. Like You'll stuff like that. just go like hunt that. with like, us. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Alright, uh, thanks everybody for listening and have a good day.